Welcome to the Anatomy of an Ad podcast. I'm Amy Houston, Senior Reporter here at The Drum. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Keir Carney, who is founder of the plant-based chewing gum brand Nude, and Paolo Salomeo, Managing Partner at the creative agency, The OR. Together, they took on big gum brands for their lack of transparency around plastic within their products with the Cheeky Billboard campaign. Here, we find out the shocking stats that spurred this on. Thank you both for joining me. It's great to have you on the podcast. Um, For our listeners at home, it would be great if you could start by introducing yourself. So, Keir, I'll maybe go to you first. Yeah, hi there, everybody. I'm Keir Carney, and I am the founder of Nude, and we make plant-based, plastic-free and biodegradable chewing gum. We love it. And Paolo, what about you? Yes, hi, Amy. Uh, Paolo, uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Dior, which is a sort of a sister a creative shop that was launched by Mother two years ago to work with brands just like Kier and Nude. Exactly, exactly. So Kier, for anybody that hasn't heard of Nude, how would you describe the brand? Um, well, the, the business was really founded out of the realisation that there's a drinking straw's worth of single-use plastic hidden in every piece of regular chewing gum, um, which we think is a, a crazy, crazy fact. Um, Big Gum does a fantastic job of hiding that. Um, it, all, all of the plastics are hidden within this proprietary ingredient term called gum base. Um, so with the new brand, we're on a mission to rid the world of plastic chewing gum by getting everyone to chew plants, not plastic, which is our strap line and slogan. Yeah, really effective strap line. And just even what you said there is so shocking. And I feel like the everyday person, like I was not aware of that at all. Yeah. So for anybody that hasn't seen the campaign that we're here to speak about, you guys basically called out big chewing gum brands for having plastic in them, like we just said. Um, And that was through a wonderful billboard campaign. Um, Where did that idea come from? I don't know, maybe that's best to go to Keir. I I don't know who originally came up with that idea. I'll tell you where it's it's good to start. Keir, Keir, do your lovely talk about the stats, because I feel like that's a really good source of inspiration here. Yeah, so um, look, we chew 5 billion pieces of plastic chewing gum every year in the UK alone. Um, and consumers are unaware that there's plastic in. I think about 85% of consumers are, are unaware of that fact. And the reason that people don't know is because big gum hide all of this plastic in the proprietary ingredient term called gum base. So if you look on the side of a pack of, of big brand chewing gum, second or third largest ingredient is an ingredient called gum base it's a proprietary ingredient so if you were to unravel that ingredient it would read terms like polyethylene polystyrene polyvinyl acetate lots of the same plastics that you find in shampoo bottles water bottles carrier bags and we're all completely unknowingly going around chewing this big blob of plastic yeah so so that's kind of the 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 rationale for the campaign we've done some consumer polling we've polled thousands of uk consumers um, we found that 74% are concerned about the health impacts of chewing on plastic gum. 75% would actually back a full-on ban of, of plastic chewing gum. And interestingly, 84% um, are calling for, uh, for big gum brands to be transparent and have to um, list their plastic ingredients. So that's really where that 84% stat is really where this campaign came from. We're not advocating necessarily for a ban on plastic gum. What we want to do is operate in an industry that's honest with the consumer. 
and let the consumer decide whether they want to carry on chewing plastic or chew our plant-based alternative instead. So that's the backstory for the campaign. And then I suppose over to Paolo for kind of the creative. Yeah, I mean, the stats the stats don't lie, right? And they're, they're incredibly powerful. And maybe coming on to this, Amy, you sort of were also like slightly unaware of just how much plastic there was in every single piece of chewing gum. I think when the stats are sort of showing such a high percentage of the population unaware of what they're doing and what's out there, and then also the statistics that sort of show that a huge majority of them, once they know the the truth, do start to change their behaviours off the back of it. I think the marketing, the marketing solution starts to present itself pretty pretty easily. I think to what Kid kind of like said, you know, it's not about it's not about stopping them from being kind of like in business. It's a, it's a transparency play, wanting them to sort of come clean about what's actually in their in their products. And I think the campaign is just a really fun subversive way of doing that you know it's not trying to be like all high and mighty and kind of like worthy it's kind of basically just saying hey look we want this to sort of like happen and this is a really fun way of presenting that to the public as a bit of a shocking stat but then also with a brilliant solution as well in in the sort of form of of nude gum yeah definitely and obviously the way that you guys have presented it you've kind of a bit cheekily taking on the sort of colorways and aesthetics of these big brands, not mm. named them, you know, specifically, um, but kind of put those color colorways on the billboards next to the nude product. Um, mm. How how did that idea come about? And was that the kind of first idea that you landed on, Paolo? Maybe you could speak to that. Yeah, I think this brand is, has always had kind of a lovely tone to it, right? It's always been quite fun and and sort of optimistic and bubbly. And I think... We didn't want this to sort of take the wrong, the wrong sort of tonal turn, if you know what I mean. And so I think we had that to begin with as a bit of a foundation. Um, I think secondly, uh, and maybe it's a bit of a cliche, but you know, we're kind of creatures of habit and advertising is something that flies by us, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of times a day. And so you do want there to be something that is relatively straightforward, but kind of has a bit of a shock factor that lands really, really quickly, you know, that that campaign and what we're saying within it could have been translated into, you know, a, a four-line poster ad or a long copy poster ad. Like, it doesn't need it. I think it does absolutely everything it needs to sort of do in very few words. Yeah, definitely. It's all about the visuals. And, you know, Kier, when you first saw the, the creative concept for this, were you on board right away? Yeah, absolutely. As as Paolo says, it ties in perfectly with our kind of cheeky and playful brand. Um, at no point do we want to be a kind of worthy, instructive brand. Um, and I think also we operate in such an impulsive category. Um, chewing gum is four times more impulsive than water. Mm. 65% of chewing gum purchases are completely unplanned. Um, so consumers literally take three seconds to grab a pack of chewing gum. So I think this campaign ties in really light, really nicely with the consumer journey in terms of the um, purchasing journey in store. Um, and it's just really visual. You see it, you get it, and um, you're then tooled up with kind of the the option to choose plants or plastic, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, how long are you guys working on a project like this? How does it all kind of come together? Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of really fun plans on the agenda. Um, some something like this. Like we've had, we've had this sort of like ready to sort of like go for the sort of best part of like a year in terms of the sort of like planning stage. But there's a lot that's going to come come following on from this. I think this is just the this is just the kind of stake in the ground moment. I think 
Keir's kind of quite happy, happy and kind of excited about what's actually taught to follow on from this. Um, so there's been a bit more planning than just these set of like visuals and posters and, and releases uh, that we've just needed to sort of put together before before we start running. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, you know, there's the environmental aspect of this, but there's also the health implications as well, which I think maybe people don't necessarily think of right away. Here, can you maybe speak to those stats, that kind of research that you guys did? Yeah, I mean, we so this specific piece of research didn't really cover the human health implications of chewing plastic, but, um, you know... Research bodies are starting to scratch the surface in that regard. I don't have have any numbers to talk about now, um, but there are certainly, you know, there's certainly the potential for toxins to be released into the bloodstream from chewing on a piece of plastic. So, you know, that that kind of health research is really in its early nascent stages, but we, we're expecting it to come in its droves. Um, on the sustainability and kind of social issues associated with plastic chewing gum, it's stuck to 95% of pavements, urban pavements in the country. So it costs the, the taxpayer tens of millions of pounds a year to clean up off the street. Um, and even once it's cleaned up, it's a piece of plastic. So it's going into landfill um, and it's going to stick around harming our planet forever. Yeah, definitely. And I wondered, has there been any reactions from these big chewing gum brands at all? We've not had any reaction yet, no. Um so yeah, watch this space, I suppose. I'm sure they'll have seen the campaign. What has the reaction been like from the public? Um, from from my perspective, it's been incredibly positive. Um, people have, you know, people are always shocked and kind of awed to find out that kind of dirty secret that chewing gum has all of this plastic hidden within the ingredients. I think consumers um, are upset. They kind of feel like they've been lied to or misled somewhat by big gum brands. Um, so, you know, I think as we continue to build this campaign out and drive that mass awareness, um, I think you'll continue to see consumers switching into, you know, the plant-based alternative. There's always going to be big demand for chewing gum. It um, serves a, a huge purpose in society. 65% uh, of consumers chew gum to freshen breath on the go. Um, and, and, you know, a large proportion can do so to kind of clean their teeth and for a healthy mouth. It's really good for you, the, the process of chewing gum. It creates saliva, which neutralizes your plaque acids. Um, we use a plant-based sweetener called xylitol, which is also, you know, Oral Health Foundation approved and really, really good for your teeth. So, you know, for that consumer need state of fresh breath and a healthy mouth on the go, chewing gum is a really, really important product. And, you know, our ambition is absolutely not to decimate this category. Um, what our mission is is to do is to you know solve the single use plastic problem in the category and provide a product that is equal, if not better, than the market leader um, that doesn't harm the planet and doesn't harm you know people's health for chewing it. Yeah, I think it's like you said, it's about giving people that choice and enabling Absolutely. them to have the facts and then be like make their own decision. Mm. Um, yeah. What is next for the brand that you can speak about? Oh. Well, we've got lots more. I'll definitely can actually say it right now. Um, yeah. so, Give us the goss. <laughs> I, I, well, well, I'll sort we'll come on next time when we when we go yeah. live. With, yeah, yeah, I think you're going to want us back on. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll put it this way. I think the thing, just to even your your sort of previous question around like the the sort of reaction to that kind of campaign, there's almost like two things that we'd really love to sort of see as reactions from people, uh, which are. 
when people are sort of hearing from Kira myself or um, seeing the kind of campaign, there is always these two feelings of like shock initially because they didn't know about it. And then really importantly, sort of support, right? People want to then do something about it, either in a behavior change themselves or spread the word or um, try some nude. You know, there's various ways that you can kind of like support, right? And it's it has to be both sides of that. And I think everything that we're doing is going to essentially continue those two things, right? It's going to continue to, you know, it's going to be shocking because that percentage is too high of people that don't know. So it's going to continue to shock and it's going to hopefully continue to get people to also support in their own individual ways, right? And as long as we can kind of keep that type of sort of change happening for us, you know, we're on a good we're on a good path here with the work that we're doing. Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably a great place to leave the podcast. Thank you so much. That was so interesting to hear about and like you said, quite shocking. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's really been really fun. Yeah, thanks, Emily. So yeah, 